Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Aladdin with the boys Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hi there. Well, here we are for the 12th live action remake that Disney is churning out. Oh baby. Uh, this is the remake of 1992's Aladdin. And uh, hey, we've seen the film. This is the non-spoiler part of the review. Let's catch up on how we were all feeling going in with the trailers and the talking and the Will Smith blue genie. Thank Benny, you, Crosby. Do you want to uh, you want to kick us off there? Absolutely. I think we're all on a pretty similar page with this one that can be best summed up as fuck these live action remakes and fuck this one especially. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah that um, that's it the, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Why Thank the you. hell is Guy Ritchie making one of these? I... I distinctly remember every single time i would be reminded that he was directing this one i was like wow really that i it's, they gave it's him the gig such an the odd, King Arthur guy. odd the, pick the more i think about it the more that you know when i kind of coming into this movie the more i thought that made sense i mean think about it it's a street rat it's the kind of the the back alleys of agrabah that almost seems perfectly typecast for guy Ritchie. if you think about snatch and um, if you don't consider this like a straight remake, you know, line for line type thing, there's a lot of room to play around with that. And he feels like a really cool choice to be able to do something like that. Definitely an interesting choice. You know, a lot of the time they pick, you know, people who don't really have a, that specific of a voice in these movies. I, I would say like a family friendly Disney musical. Well, yeah. Magic. That's what makes it really weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is an odd pick said it said in a you know ancient fictitious city. Um, and, and he hasn't had a real big hit in a while. You know, we had Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes in 2009, which was very successful. Game of Shadows, The Man from Uncle, King Arthur. I'd say those three pretty lukewarm receptions uh, for those three. So I, mm. I agree with you. It was an interesting point. But I also agree with you, Connor, in that he does have the bullet point credentials to make a, a film about a street rat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... I don't think the trailers did anything to endear us to the film whatsoever or the general public. We all remember the, the, the genie fiasco. We got our first look at him on Entertainment Weekly or whatever it was. Everyone was like, why isn't he blue? Then we got the first trailer and they're like, no, it's okay, he's blue. And everyone was like, holy fuck, why is he blue? Take <laughs> yeah. that away. Um, you know, this Make it stop. full CGI version of Will Smith. Um, and it all goes back even further than that, just remaking this beloved classic that is so devi- defined by a singular voice very literally being Robin Williams in the role of the genie who dominates that film. Um, the, the prevailing sentiment was just like, why are they doing this? They can't do this. This is you know sacred. Um, and then the casting of Will Smith, everyone was like, yeah, still pretty unsure about that. So I personally going in, I was just as a big fan of the original, very uh, wary. Yeah. I think that's um, a really important point, which is that um, we are all, um, and I, th- I think perhaps more you and me, Ben, because I don't hear you talk about it quite as much, George. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But as I'll like, correct you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the first movie I ever saw in the cinema with my mum. Like, oh, really? Yeah, okay, it's yeah. very, very precious for me. All right, so then we're, we, we are all yeah. very much on the same page, which is that is like a defining film of my childhood and, and your guys' childhood. And this feels vi- like that made me very nervous that they are um, kind of touching on that um, particular heartstring. Yeah. Um, for me, so I was I, I was very much with you, Ben, in terms of um, the the trepidation going into this. Yeah, it was almost like sacrilegious that they were going to redo Robin Williams' genie. Mm. Yeah, and uh, Will Smith hasn't been on the best track record. Didn't love any of the trailers for this. Wasn't really that amped on Guy Ritchie being involved. Uh, so really, Aladdin for me was set up to be a dramatic failure. Yeah. I was I was going in almost. Like I, in my head, I was so ready to hate this film. Like I was almost gleeful, like, you know, just kind of watching a garbage fire. Mm. So should we talk straight off the top, Will Smith? Uh, I think that's going to be a huge conversation point in the reviews for this. And um, for me, with all the trepidation I had, uh, I think this is the best Will Smith has been on screen in a very, very long time. I was laughing. I had, I was just enjoying seeing him having fun, flexing his acting muscles and um, just being the Will Smith that we've all kind of grown to love in the nineties. Um, I felt like he was just a, felt a little more at ease in his own skin. I don't know if I'm reading into Ironically, too much. Ironically not but, in um, his own skin. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like he was settled in a role that was good 
for what he can do. Mm. Yeah, look, I think uh, I'll put a small caveat on that. I think that his version of the genie was never stronger than when he was doing his own thing. Any callback to the Robin Williams genie um, felt um, felt muted, um, kind of felt almost mandatory, like he was forced. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was some line for line, you know, kind of retellings um, that you know, just kind of felt like, okay, let's get that over with. And now he can do his own thing. So I thought that when he took the character and made it his own, that was when that he, that, that is when he was shining the most. Yeah. When he was playing Robin Williams version of the genie, I thought it was really awful. Um, thankfully, I think for the most part, he was playing Will Smith as the genie. Yes. Um, and that worked really well. Yeah. Um, when, when they weren't trying to, to ape the original film, and it kind of stood on its own, it was um, much better than I expected. Yeah. I think that's, um, and not to kind of give away um, too much, but I think that's probably the, the overwhelming sentiment that I had across this film, which is that when this movie, um, you know, decided to have its own voice, that's when I felt like it was um, peaking. Like I, I felt like that's when it really felt good whenever it relied when you know whenever we got the line for line remakes or anything or retellings or anything like that it just kind of felt okay so this is just not as good as the animation cool yep yeah no i, t- I totally know what you mean and i think i, I watched a, um, about half of the original last night immediately after coming back from the screening to sort of just compare a few bullet points i was i was more interested on like what did they change what did they add in and i think all those changes that they did and all those new ingredients worked really well for me not all of them and we'll get more into that in the spoiler component but um uh yeah I, I was i was very happy with that i was very very happy with the relationship that they presented between the genie and aladdin uh mena uh masoud who i i just felt this really great sense of camaraderie between them uh and um i just thought that was one of the big takeaways for me is how much i felt like these guys um, cared about each other and um, had each other's back in a certain way. Yeah. I th- I think that um, my favorite um, bits of Aladdin in this, like of the character of Aladdin, were when they were when he was riffing with um, off someone else. Um, I mean, this kind of segues into a different point, but I I wasn't wildly impressed with Aladdin, um, the actor, and and I don't know that I really put that on the shoulders of the actor so much as I think that. Um, uh, the I, script. I, yeah, there's there's just something, yeah, the script would probably be a lot of it, um, and I think the direction a little bit in terms of, I think that they were really constrained. If Yeah, the, anything that was based off the animated film, it just felt like they were constrained and, and didn't have the freedom to tell their own story. Yeah, I'm really in two minds about um, Mina Masood as, as Aladdin, because I, both him and Naomi Scott, who plays Jasmine, I... I Wanted to like them. I was really straining to at points, though. I thought their performances were just weak in ways I couldn't quite figure out why. And yeah. I, I don't want to put it on them because I think, like you said, it, it's something in the script or the direction. Um, when they were firing, I was like, okay, this is really working. But there were just too many instances where I was like, man, these guys are so much less emotive than their yeah. animated counterparts. But, but to counter that... What all I'll say is that Aladdin was never my favorite part of the first Aladdin. You know, even when I was a kid, it was about the world. It was about, you know, the genie. It was about the the various characters in there. You know, Aladdin was not like a character I wanted to put on my wall as maybe mm. say like even Simba from The Lion King. I felt maybe more of a kinship with that character in some way, shape or form. So that's not like, I, I think he did a pretty good job in this. I think I probably enjoyed his performance more than you guys did. But yeah, I'll, I'll go so far as to say that for every character in this film. Yeah. I, Everyone bring feels more into this Cause he's even a bigger example. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that they were like flat or I didn't like them compared to the originals. Even I thought they were bad in, in a lot of it. Okay. Like yeah. throughout um, and probably especially Jafar. Um, which There's a couple was, of scenes where it just, it, it feels like, oh, this is the first time you've ever been on a set and are acting. Like that, it just kind of got, yeah, I got that sense that it's like, oh, this doesn't feel natural. It doesn't, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, as the movie was, was starting up before it found its footing, I was feeling just uncomfortable yeah. in the cinema because we were in a packed cinema. This is a big premiere and, you know, it's there's like industry heads and shit there, people who are like, this is our movie that we're presenting. Um, and I'm just sitting there like, 
fuck, this is like, this is not washing over me well. Yeah. This is, I feel uncomfortable. The, the for first all the 20 here. minutes to me felt very kind of just a little bit, I don't know if cringy is the right word, but just, I would say, yeah, like I, I get what you mean. It just, it felt uneasy. You're like, oh, this isn't, this isn't right. There's something kind of off about the acting. There's something a little bit off about the, the musical numbers. Mm. There's, you know, and that's something that we can address as well in terms of the music, but just, yeah, it, it felt a bit uneasy. And then once the film picked up a little bit, I started to kind of get a little bit more enjoyment out of it. And there were moments where I was I was really, like once it started going, I got really engaged. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, like I'm having fun now. But, it, you know, there, inevitably it would come down back to like, oh, okay, now that I'm starting to feel uncomfortable again. Yeah, there is a very specific, specific tipping point in this movie where I went from being very uncomfortable and not liking it at all to being like, this is terrific yeah um and beyond from that point i don't think it it kept that quality but it the good outweighed the bad Mm -hmm. for pretty much the rest of the film which is one of the most confusing film experiences i've had in a long time (laughs) so interesting going going from like one out of ten to honestly like nine or ten out of ten for a very brief amount of time (laughs) and then just being much better for the rest of it um it was so jarring for me Really? I'm so mm. surprised. I, I felt like, you know, it's not a spoiler to say the opening song is Arabian Nights. And there's mm. just something about that song. I, I was humming it all day at work today mm. there. Mm-hmm. I Same. love that song. And just hearing the new interpretation with more of the choir, I was like, holy fuck, I'm getting goosebumps right now. I'm really enjoying this. And I will say, yeah, those introductory scenes with Aladdin and, and the chase sequence in the um <clears throat> in the city that we see in the trailers, that's probably the weakest part of the film. But I I don't think I'm at the same level as you guys to say that this was horrible or awful. Um, I'm at the stage, I think I'm at a, I think my overall in this, I'm sort of like, my expectations were so, so low that I was actually like, wow, okay, we're, we, whoa, I'm okay. okay here we go. <laughs> Speechless. This is, this is, this is, this is kind of going somewhere interesting. Can and I say, Georgie, it was really distracting in the cinema when you were all like, Oh, 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 hey. Hey. <laughs> I'm just figuring it out, man. That's what I got to do, you know? Um, uh, yeah, so I, oh, I don't I think mean, I'm on the same level as you guys in terms of how poor that front half was. I, yeah, we hated it, didn't yeah, we, yeah. Connor? <laughs> I think we're being pretty fair. Like, I, I, I'd probably not quite put myself at a one out of ten. Hmm. Um, you know, I, I, the, the first song right off the bat, like Arabian Nights, just felt a bit muted to me. It, and and I, I really stressed, like, it, it felt like an unease. I wasn't like, fuck this movie, like, this is the worst piece of shit ever. Like, I wasn't angry at it. It just kind of, I didn't, like, it, it felt a bit off. Um, and I, I obviously was still willing to give the movie a chance because when it did pick up, I let it kind of, you know, take me off to wherever it needed to take me. So, yeah, it's just, it's not terrible, but it was, it certainly wasn't good and it just didn't feel quite right. I love how completely different all three of our reactions are because I liked Arabian Nights, honestly, going in. I, I was actually like, I'm really kind of digging this because it's a real reimagination of the original version of that song. The lyrics are completely reworked mm-hmm. um, for very understandable reasons. From And actually, just quickly going off that, I've read some articles that those lyrics have changed since 1993 mm. where they got a lot of negative press about Aladdin. They changed between the cinema and the home release. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I believe those lyrics are consistent from there. I could be wrong, though. They might have made more changes. They're different from the home release. I, they, maybe they're the same as the stage production, I would imagine. Because there was a change in 1993, and then there was another change in 2001, I believe. Mm. So there have been multiple revisions to these lyrics. Yeah, and so this version, the first one I've seen since the, the home release version of Aladdin, um, are completely different except the chorus. And I really liked it. I thought it was a really interesting kind of recontextualization of Agrabah, of this world. Um, and then, then we get onto the Aladdin stuff, which I uh, actively did really dislike. Um, what, what was so it about that? Um, just nothing was working, nothing yeah. on any level. And the, the, the first song, One Jump Ahead, I think, um, the first song from Aladdin, I hated the, the musical arrangement for that. It's so different yeah. than the, the original one, and I don't let's, think it worked at all. Let's not stray too far into spoilers or specifics, um, but I, I think in a general sense, I'd say that none of the... Um, original songs felt better than the originals. None of them quite hit that for me. I, yes, I'll agree with that. I thought that Arabian Nights, as I've said, was really well done. Um, I thought there were some really interesting new songs that were added in that I I quite enjoyed. 
Uh, and I'm not a musical guy. I'm, tell you what, when people break into songs in movies, mm. I start to stress out, man. It's part of I the reason I was uncomfortable because I know how much you hate musicals. And when I, I wasn't digging them. it, and I love musicals, I was like, man, George must be fucking. We must have been like on different sides of the earth mm. or something, mm. even though we're sitting right next to each other. <laughs> yeah, <'cause>, uh, <laughs> yeah it, I, I don't quite know why I was enjoying the musical numbers so much because musicals is not my thing. Let's just talk quickly about Naomi Scott and Princess Jasmine. Uh, I really so watching the original, the um, as I mentioned, um, Jasmine is sassy. You know, she holds her own, and I really love that about that character. Mm. And I think they kind of embellished on that and added a few more interesting layers to this character that um, I, I appreciated, and I thought that um, just brought it a little bit up to 2019. Did you guys feel the same way there with Jasmine? And it was they- it was writing the line between um, fleshing out one of the main characters who didn't have all that much in the original and um, feeling a little forced yeah, um, at points. And I didn't want to points, let but- that kind of cynicism of the of studios and, and the way that they cast people and the way that they write people affect too much how I felt about this character. Mm. Um, I realize that's kind of thinly veiled. <laughs> um, but uh, I think that, that it was kind of on the knife's edge. And I think it could have gone either way. And I just kind of let it, I, I let it pass. Cause I was like, look, I think that, that, you know, I'm just going to pretend that that's done with the best of intentions and that it's genuine. And I think if you approach it like that, then it's fine. I think that it, it adds a little bit more. I think most of the characters had a little bit added to them, a little bit extra yes. um, added to them and, and that made them feel a little bit more multidimensional. Yeah. And a few rejigged and sort of recontextualized. Yeah. Um, the only uh, one that felt you know, that it didn't have that level of, um, that, that felt like there was less to the character is, um, the, I was going to say the genie, but even then, the, as far as a character, there seems to be, maybe I'll take that back. It, it's, it's hard to say because, you know, comparing um, Will Smith and Robin Williams is kind of like comparing apples and oranges in this. It's, if you compare, like the camaraderie between them feels, I don't know, it feels more thinly veiled in the old one. Really? Like, I feel like this one, I don't know. I felt like they really had each other's back in this. There's something about that line that Genie delivers to, um, in the original to Aladdin, which is, um, what, oh God, I'm, I'm going to stuff up, but paraphrasing is, you know, I've been lied to so many times. It's, or you, you, you've lied to so many people. It's, it's good to be part of the club or something like that. Mm. Um, that I felt was a more impactful line than anything in this entire film. Like the, I, I find there to be such genuine, kind of um, such a genuine relationship between the genie and Aladdin in the original. Um, and, and I don't know whether I'm, that's just because I'm romanticizing the original because it's such a, you know, uh, defining part of my childhood um, or if that's, you know, just something that's genuinely in there. But I think the I relationship felt. between Aladdin and genie is very strong in both. Um, but yeah. I will say, I think um, uh, Robin Williams does a much better job uh, as a dramatic actor mm-hmm. in the original than, than Will Smith does in this one. But he's a lot more bonkers, you know, like this Will Smith genie is a little more like that. You've got a few more heartfelt moments and there's a few scenes in there where you get a little bit, a little bit more below the surface. But no, I, I, I think would, that's I would say Robin Williams version is much more soulful than okay. Will Smith. Will Smith Soul, felt, yeah. soulful or like, in, it, like I, I, layers is in details and, and more time on screen to kind of see him interact in different scenarios. So I think that there's some legitimacy the to what kind of thing you're talking about. Cause I, I think there's. Um, there's a really great juxtaposition with um, Robin Williams where, where he he can be the wackiest of wacky so that when he does his serious bit or when he goes for that kind of soulful punchline type thing, it feels that much more impactful because, you know, he's not being wacky. It yeah. Just, I think that... I just think he's itself. a better actor. I mean... Because I, I would say yeah. there's a lot of similar plot points in this film that are in the original, and I think Robin Williams just delivers them a lot better. They just rang a little more false from Will Smith to me, who I think is a very one of the most charismatic actors in all of blockbuster history, um, and you know a very charming, funny guy. I, I just don't think the drama from his character in this film works as well. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's very interesting, and I I haven't seen those scenes at the end of the film that I'm referring that's, that's to. That's what I wanted to from, bring up. Yeah, yeah, when you watch the back half of that, yeah, movie, it's so really there. that that that's not top of mind for me. There, right there's now. key moments that I like, I can remember the look on Jeannie's face, and I can remember like you know the oh shucks kid type thing mm. like that for me. 
that sells that original um, in a in a way that I don't know would have even been possible for for people to do in in the in the new one. Can we can we jump on to um, one of the biggest talking points about this film, which is the the look of Genie when he's full on Genie? Yeah, because um, that was uh, probably the biggest controversy surrounding this film. It was such a meme um, for ages there. Um, I will say for myself, when he first popped up in the cave, I thought it looked so much worse than I had seen in the trailers. Right. I was, it was a big screen. <laughs> I was shocked and appalled, honestly. There's... I was like, holy fuck, is he going to look like this in this movie? <laughs> um, and I think it vastly improved as the movie went on. Um, and, you know, a lot of the movie is just Will Smith as Will Smith. And that was all great, obviously. But um, I don't think it was ever worse than when he first popped up. So it got better. Yeah. It gets better. Um, the, the, when he first comes up, there is some serious uncanny valley um and i'll actually i'll, I'll even break, break it down even more than that the, the very first scene that he pops up in mm. is kind of fine because when he's huge yeah you that see that in awesome. the tra- you see that in the trailer like mm. he gets big and then he kind of comes down and yeah. that's the scene that's that where it gets people bad. kind of kicked off at and they have every right to because it, it is some serious uncanny valley it looks weird but they they move swiftly on from that and i was overall from where i was with the trailer I was reasonably impressed with how they executed the, geez, the genie. Definitely wasn't anything fantastic. They're not going to go home with the Oscar for, you know, best visual effects, but serviceable. Yeah, I'm still not. There were just so many points where the way that his, his little blue head fit onto that giant neck and like mm. fat abs body, body. I was really biceps. like they were going too much for that, that giant cartoony original version. Um, I think as we said, all the best parts of this movie were when it's making its own identity and, that felt too much like trying to recapture the original, um, and it, it it wasn't working. And I didn't yeah. really even register that the top knot that he's wearing is. They're kind of going for a similar top knot. Mm. I I just like they're so wildly different. I sort of I never got that parallel, and I don't know why. I don't think they should have gone for that. Mm. Um, I didn't mind the design. Like the design of the genie, I thought was fine. It was like just in, execution. In, it's, it's execution. And I don't even know what they could have done about that. Like I just, they, they completely CGI'd him. Yep. I think, another, you guys want to talk any more about that? Cause I'd like to move on to Jafar. Oh boy. Um, no, can we talk about the genie some more? <laughs> so I think I'm at a different spot with you guys because going into this, Jafar just looked wildly off and going back and watching the original Jafar is like more of a sorcerer, you know, he's like this really cunning, tall wizard that's, uh, he's sort of gnarled and I don't know, he, he's just got There's this There's a distinctive other, look to him. Distinctive, that's the word. And this one, in the trailers, I was like, that does not look like Jafar. Like, I'm not getting that parallel there. And what I liked in this film, and I don't think they completely nailed it, but what I liked in this film, what they did with him, was they added a lot more complexity to his character. Mm-hmm. Um, they added a few more layers in there and almost like a Game of Thrones um, trying to uh, usurp the Sultan. And I quite liked those new layers that they added in there. As I said, don't think they nailed it, but from where I was sitting before, hey, this was so much better. Yeah, Ma- massive improvement into what I thought was going to happen. I mean, just uh, from the aesthetics of it, he looked nothing like the original Jafar. Um, it, you know, that's such a distinctive character in the original that I that I was, I think, uh, the same as you. I was really concerned about how they're going to deal with that. Um, credit where credit's due. I think, I can't remember the actor's name, but he did a really good job, you know, with what he was given. Um, you know, I certainly can't. Marwan um, Kinzari. <clears throat> I'm not even going to attempt to repeat that name because I'm yep. going to get it wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that it's, I'm not a fan of the character in general, like for, for the, the new one, um, just because it's so divorced from, um, yeah, it just, it doesn't, this is, it's ironic though. Like I, I, I have said that this movie was never better than when it tried not to be the original, but my main issue with Jafar is that it's not like the original. Um, which kind of shows the the catch twenty two of remaking something that's people's childhood. Where are you sitting you know, here? Chi- their childhood. Yeah, I like that we have such divergent opinions on this. I because I I thought the performance was very flat. I liked some of what they did with the character. They definitely added a lot more to him. Um, there was just a dash too much. We're not so different, you and I, <laughs> to it, which is you know very done. But um, 
he worked. He wasn't the main focus of the film. I don't have too many more complaints about him. Um, let's talk about something positive. Uh, the costuming all around was awesome. Yes. Like, the look of this film. The, in the terms physical of the, production yeah. of it was really nice. I loved the layout of Agrabah. I think they really nailed that. Um, the, you know, the setting, the sand, the felt color. Real, didn't the, it? Like, yeah. it felt like this could exist. Yeah, Apart I love from that a couple it was of shots. Little, like port city. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was a really cool kind of element of it. Like it felt like as they kind of add to the original song, it felt like this kind of melting pot of all these different kind of cultures meeting. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought that was the, the production design the the coloring the all that I think was top notch. They they definitely <clears throat> so my 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 for my nine to five job. Uh, my boss is um, uh, her background is Iraqi, and she watched the um, trailer and said, "Hey, this doesn't seem very Middle Eastern in terms of the aesthetic. They're bringing a lot of Indian elements, and you saw that with the turbans and the pinks, and it almost the city almost had like the the Jaipur, that Indian city, the pink city. I don't know if you guys have seen that, where it's almost like that terracotta." Mm. Um, pink sort of uh, look to it. Um, so I thought it was interesting how they added in more of those <clears throat> Indian um, elements to the Middle Eastern and, and uh, vibe and made that melting pot. Um, it gave it an interesting otherworldly kind of uh, feel. And it also felt a lot like Disney being like, if they can't tell whose culture we're appropriating, they can't get angry yeah. at us. <laughs> like, so it's a bit of everything yeah. from here and there. But I mean, I, I, I think that that's, Actually, quite clever on Disney's point of view. Like they, they Agrabah is a fictional city, um, so this felt very much, you know, a mix of Indian uh, kind of Mediterranean or uh, yeah, well, I guess Mediterranean, um, heavily influenced by Middle Eastern, um, the aesthetic. Yeah, North African, Morocco. Yeah, like I, this could have been placed just about anywhere. Um, Far fewer references to Islam than in the original film. Yep. Which yeah, was kind of part of the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, they, it, this felt very scrubbed of anything that could possibly offend anyone ever, um, which, you know, is not surprising. Mm. Um, yeah, they, they had to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think that I, I like the original Aladdin where, uh, or certain parts of it. Like, there's some stuff that I don't think that they could have done. Um, or should have done, but um, uh, the you know the there's a line um about uh where he just I think he says like oh oh Allah or something like that um which is just such a a a nothing reference oh to the yeah to the kind of placement of this or the religion of the the that would obviously be um kind of followed by these people but um not nothing of that kind of reference here no way um which I think makes it feel less real or less kind of visceral. There's something about that original that felt a little bit more, I don't know, lived in. Mm. Yeah, this one's definitely sanitized um, of a lot of elements that the original had. Uh, what What else, guys? Because um, uh, it, it's like, are we are we are we moving into spoilers now? We we getting to the wrap up phase? Was, oh no, there's one other thing that I wanted to talk about, um, and I think I, I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to this. Um, Two of my favorite characters in the original are Iago and Abu. And uh, I think that two of my least favorite characters in the most recent version are Iago and Abu. And one of the key reasons for that is that animation, particularly with animals, allows for a certain level of um, expression. Um, We've talked about it a lot in um, our uh, uh, looking King. for for Lion King, whereas if you take um, characters that have been animated that have that kind of level of emotion and and um, and, and all that, and, and then you just make them look photorealistic, you lose that. And they so I like think, animals. yeah, and and so in in this, there are no Abu and, and Iago aren't characters; they're just animals. And I think that's that's a huge loss. Yeah, Boo was a weird one, especially because he didn't look like a real monkey, but he also wasn't like a particularly expressive or interesting character. Yeah, there's something weird about really? him. Really? Yeah, he looked, he looked like a spider monkey to me or something. I he he looked like they were trying to make him more cartoony, but there's a couple of close-ups on his face, and it just it looked weird. Hmm. I, I to be honest, Abu wasn't really more of a problem for me, but <clears throat> it just felt like they were really missing that that um, brashness that Gilbert Gottfried brought oh, yeah. from uh, in the oh, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a you huge know, part. I felt like, you know, Abu, yeah, maybe it's not as good, but that was really lost. Yeah, and someone for Jafar to play off. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So add a bit of dimension to his Stupid character. Bird. Yeah. 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 It, it's um and, and and he ended up just being relegated to just kind of like a nothing character and. Man, my voice is so. Yeah, it's suddenly gone. <coughs> Can you like but, fucking go hack that oh up? Oh my or? god! Yeah. But I mean, the, the, and that's what I mean. Like they just—they aren't characters. They're—they're they're, they're just animals. They're, they're there like, because they're in the original. Yeah, and that's um, the only reason. And, and I mean, I think that's just such a huge shame. And that makes me fear a lot for the upcoming Lion King. <laughs> I did, i don't know Fearful. how they're going to do that. That's going to be bizarre. Um, I think they, at, at the very least, they have the advantage of having voice actors, um, whereas you know, Abu. Even in the original, didn't have a voice. Um, or he did, but like not, did. Yeah, not Frank not Welker. Dialogue. <laughs> Most prolific, um, prolific actor of all time. Um, but uh, Ia- like Iago was just relegated to, you know, what an actual parrot would, like a, what a yeah. weird, creepy parrot would sound yeah, like. Yeah, like a weird attempted joke every now and then. Um, yeah. I thought Raja looked amazing. Oh, like I was really amazing. blown away by the tiger, Jasmine's tiger, Raja. That was probably the Best executed CG tiger I've ever seen. Yeah, and that take includes that life, life of Pi. Pi. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yous. Yeah, um, he looked really absolutely stunning. Yeah. And uh, I think they, uh, not quite as effectively as the original, but they, they had a good relationship. He had a good relationship with Jasmine and mm. I liked seeing them on screen together. Mm. Uh, just uh, maybe a quick overview of the this being a musical, the songs in the film, because um, obviously there are the old songs, there are new songs. Um, how do you guys feel about the the redone versions of the originals, the covers? I thought I thought um, one of them was an absolute knockout success. Which uh, one the, was that? Um, a whole new world. I thought they, they yeah. Naomi Scott was the only one in this movie who I really thought was carrying the torch musically. I thought she was oh, phenomenal. She's got pipes. Um, yeah. Um, every other one, every other song, I thought was just like overproduced and underperformed and so much auto tune. Yeah, it was, like, wasn't really doing it for me. I yeah. mean, Will Smith was he singing? Uh, because they, I don't know, man. Yeah, they they told him to come in and say say the lines yeah. on beat, like Rap. say yeah. these words longer, <laughs> and, we'll and then just, we'll take it from there. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't hear those auto tune artifacts, man. It, it's just yeah. it does my head and in. the occasional ha ha ha. Yeah, I thought that um, you know n- n- the new songs. I think the only person that really has new songs is Jasmine. Is Jasmine. I um, loved her new song. I gotta say, I really I, dug it. I will say though, it felt. As though it kind of didn't belong, largely because it, you know, it clearly didn't. Um, it, it just, it felt more poppy. It felt like it was definitely created. It now. felt like a High School Musical kind yeah. of song. I thought they were awful. I wanted to like them, but I, yeah. I, again, I was feeling conscious of you being in the room. I'm like, man, <laughs> someone who doesn't like musicals is going to be fucking clawing their ears out right now. I thought I'm so surprised I, that you really enjoyed. Like as a, as a song, like it's it's fine as a pop song, but I think liked, you need to watch some good musicals because yeah. I'm worried you haven't. Like if you're liking this, I'm worried that you might like. It, it, it sounded I like something that belongs. Musicals. <laughs> do not force except me the ones to do that, that Disney force feed us. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought <clears throat> like compared to oh my god, what's happened to my voice, man? I've got a frog in my throat. <clears> throat> Sorry, everyone. Um, I thought that um, Aladdin and the Genie, they, their songs just did not hit. You know, like they, yeah. they, it looked like it was lip sunk. You know, it just did not feel like they were singing. But with the Jasmine songs, I felt like she was really projecting mm. and she was really feeling the song. And I think the performance and the way um, she was delivering it that for me made it work a lot better. I think I'll, I'll give you in terms of uh, you know the um, she's the uh, like I said she's the only one that I felt really had pipes on her and 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 you know could sing like it, it felt like good sing. None of the musical numbers of this um, had an aspect which I think made the originals really pop, which is with the physicality aspect of it. Um, this felt very muted in that sense. Um, and I think that that's largely to do with the medium. Um, animation, you can have them do anything and still sing. Whereas this one, it looks very odd if 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 someone is doing something immensely physical and also singing as well, even if they are lip syncing. Like to an extent, yes, but this is Disney making like a huge blockbuster with how many hundred millions of dollars? Like with CGI, they can do anything and they were doing a bunch in this movie. It, feel, it felt like weirdly muted and restrained yeah what they were well, doing. i mean like, like just I, like I the know. prince ali number which is online on youtube you can see it's like 
So much less is happening in here than in the original. Yeah, oh, my goodness. It's quite crazy. Mm. I've forgotten how much there is in that original. All and the animals are, and stuff. Yeah, and there are, like, <clears throat> beats in that song, like literal beats that, that combine with the action that are still retained in this version but don't really yeah, they just find like anything. They're just we there. We had to put this in there. Let's not spend, like, let's not go too crazy or anything. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know what you odd. mean. Like, it just it feels very muted. So... Um, yeah, in terms of the actual musical numbers, nothing really popped out to me as as being particularly interesting or, or yeah great. Mm. Um, Having, yeah, yeah. Um, was there anything um, else positive that you guys can think of? Because I like I need to stress that there were moments in this film that I, I like I kind of I finished off this movie on a relatively high note. Like I, I felt like I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would, um, and I think the high moments really lent towards me forgiving the low 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 moments at least a little bit yeah i think like i was laughing a lot i enjoyed the chemistry between the cast mm-hmm. members and those were the elements that really worked yeah. for me good, and, good, and the design and the look yeah good amount of humor in this i think that there's um uh, i really enjoyed where they went through this there's there's a, a particular shout out to fuck i can't remember her name and maybe someone can help me it's um the Handmaid. The Handmaid. Oh yeah, she was fantastic. I, and I've seen her in something before. Like this is really bothering me. And Nassim Pedrad. Yeah, uh, Nassim Pedrad. Um, do you know what she's? Oh, I'm trying to think of what she's from. She's very distinctive. Quite, quite, um, a, quite a lot of things. Uh, Despicable Me too. The Larks, Gilmore Girls, uh, the Mindy Project. Her? Gilmore Girls is where um that's where it. Connor knows her from. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. That that is. must be it. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, a lot of good comedy in this movie of a very different vein than the original, which is all like very, super yeah. quotable celebrity impressions. It's all Robin Williams, whereas this one has the kind of that more conversational, naturalistic comedy. Yeah, um, I think, and again, I think that because that was a departure, like it, they weren't just trying to copy the lines from um, the original. I thought that, that that were parts that I really enjoyed. Mm. Yeah, and I thought I thought that the theme of like trying to fit in with the world worked well with this character as well, and sort of made expanded from the original trilogy of characters to to four characters man my voice is going i don't know what's don't have going to keep on saying it yeah i mean <laughs> it's yeah. gone forget it's about just it you're only freak, wasting I'm it now freaking me out i'm freaking me out uh, <clears throat> do we do a final wrap up on yeah on so thoughts before we get into spoilers in terms of where i was at going into this i am so um surprised with how much i did enjoy aladdin Yes, it's not the best thing since sliced bread. It's not super sophisticated, but um, I, I thought on the whole, from where I was expecting it to go, this was so, so, so much more enjoyable. So, hey, I, overall, this this could this is one of the better live action remakes that Disney's churned out, in my opinion. Yeah, you've really hit on a key word there, which is where our expectations were going in, which is the rockest of rock bottom. Yeah. Um, I think anyone listening to us review reviewing this has to know that going in. Um, uh, for me, this, as I said earlier, this movie kind of hit a tipping point where I started liking it more than I wasn't. Um, and that ended with a movie that on average I did enjoy. Um, I think when it's bad, it is absolutely terrible. When it's good, it's really good. Um, I think if you're not a fan of musicals, despite how George has reacted to this (laughs) film, then this movie will be fucking uh, chalk on a chalkboard to you. Nails on a chalkboard is the saying. Chalk on a chalkboard. (laughs) Yeah. That's not nice either. Um, and yeah, I. It is uh, not the worst um, one of these live action ones. I like this more than Beauty and the Beast, and a lot of people kind of enjoyed that just fine. So, whatever. What do I know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm I'm sitting pretty much smack dab in the middle of you guys. Um, I came out of this um, feeling good because it was so far above what I expected it to be. Um, I, I I spent a good chunk of this film kind of confused by how I felt. Like I just, I wasn't sure how to feel. Like I think this movie gave me a lot of uneasiness in parts is probably the best way to describe it. Um, other parts, just kind of pure enjoyment. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's kind of one of those things. Uh, I don't have any really strong feelings towards it one way or another, mm. unfortunately. That's yeah. a five out of 10 right there. <laughs> Smack dab right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, we're going to get into spoilers now. So if you haven't seen the film, get on out of here. And for those watching on YouTube, go check out part one, the non-spoiler review, because we've got a lot of opinions in there. Wow. So let's get into the spoilers. 
is. Uh, where do we want to start, guys? Because there's a few things uh, to uncover here. The casting of um, Billy Magnuson as the only white guy in the film was not worth the controversy, I don't think. And there's a European prince in the first one as well. So he's an English prince. Mm. Uh, is he? Yeah, sort of debatable, I feel. Debatable, Ill, definitely. Ill, Ill, Ill-defined. But, Ill-defined, um, yes. But, that, but that, he, that, he doesn't even play that role. No, that, he doesn't. That character's in this it's one. Germanic. Has the has the lines in this one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he's just in there for a couple of scenes that are like amusing, and then. So, all right, who's the white guy? The 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 prince, the, the first prince that comes in. He's so, what was the guy. controversy with casting him? Oh, just that this is a movie that traditionally featured you know no white characters, even though the whole cast was white essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, yeah, in, in a part of the world, most that, viziers in in kind of Arab countries speak with a British accent. Californian, in the case of Aladdin, yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and they just cast like a white guy, and like it felt very shoehorning in. And that, I think it was around the time that they were doing the same thing with Mulan. So you know, yeah. Um, look, I actually, what I really enjoyed having him in there, and it was weird because I I thought it was cool that this felt like it was part of the world like you know yeah they would have you know embassies that would go beyond arab or indian or, or kind of north african um countries i like and, the references to other kingdoms yeah it kind of yeah. expanded the scope of it and so i think that you know i have absolutely no qualms with him being in this i thought he was a funny character i quite enjoyed his inclusion like you yeah know. he was the first point in the movie where i felt um kind of amused with yeah. the film and i'm like oh finally something kind of funny is happening um the movie got a lot better at, at other points later on yeah um but yeah that was the first kind of indication I and I, I like the the way that he played that character like it's just it, it's funny to me like i just I thought, hey, well cool. billy magnuson i just like yeah. him generally he's funny um so yeah i i think that that, that people blew that way out of proportion to be perfectly frank yeah um i think one of my favorite sequences in this film is the party scene mm. i think this is where the film is at its peak mm. The the dancing? The dancing, the preamble to that, the sort of like them trying to figure out how is he going to get the girl. Well, so I know? think that really kicks off with his introduction to Jasmine after the Prince Ali song. That is the, the moment I talked about. Right as, as soon as that Prince Ali song ends and it's them presenting themselves to the Sultan and Jasmine. That's when it kicked in. That scene I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, so good. And I, I think it stayed at a pretty good quality for a while there, including yeah. that party. yeah. yeah. And yeah. Minimasud is such a fucking good dancer, and I really enjoyed those parts of the film. It um, was just so much about that scene that worked for me, like mm. the awkwardness between the characters, the way Genie was controlling Aladdin. With it was Will the Smith dance. in hitch mode? He was yeah, like, man, it was so good. And can mm. I just uh, once again shout out massive praise to uh, Nassim um, Patrad? 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 It's fine. Yeah, the the maiden, the maiden. Yeah. yeah, I think that for me, she was probably one of my favorite characters in this mm. entire film. I thought that her, she had that really kind of dry, bizarre, awkward, awkward dialogue yeah. that I just, I absolutely loved, mm. and she's got such good execution on that. The 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 particular scene where Jeannie comes up to the door and and they're having that, you know, she keeps closing the door and looking at Jasmine. I just thought that worked. So, so yeah. unbelievably well. Mm. And it, that's the style of humor that really wasn't present in the original. I think really worked in this one. I mean, that kind of awkward, um, you know, normally I'm not one for awkward humor. It's just a personal preference. Um, uh, but I, I, I got a huge kick out of this one. Yeah, and the way totally. that they used it. Um, so, yeah, I was really impressed with her. I didn't really talk about this in the non-spoiler, but I thought there was um, like an action sequence missing from this film. Felt like somewhere between... Somewhere between the initial sort of run around the city to where he gets the lamp and and, and the final battle, there's something missing yeah. in there, isn't there? There mm. should have been an action scene at the beginning when, he, when he's, uh, what is it, one foot ahead or one step ahead? Mm. Yeah, that's, that should have been an action scene. The actual, so, I mean, right off the bat, we jump into the action pretty quickly. And I was, th- that's kind of where the unease really started for me, like that. Um, watching him run around the city it just felt awkward. And there was some really weird filmmaking choices there. Like yeah. it was clearly shot at half speed for some of that, and like sped you know, up and, and like yeah, yeah, very bizarre decision. Time. Very odd. Benny Guy, Guy, look. Guy Ritchie's yeah, Guy <laughs> Ritchie's direction was um, uh, eclectic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. this movie, yeah, it didn't have a particular visual uh, style that it mm. adhered. And then to. He, every now and then he'd throw in one of his really flary kind of moments, and mm-hmm. there was a bit of slow motion here and there, but. A lot of it was just kind of flattened. Which I mean, that 
to my sensibilities is like, that's how you get me on board. Mm-hmm. I'm such a, like a, a basic bitch when it comes to that style of, you, you throw in some slow motion and some flashy camera work and I'm like, oh, I'm there, I'm done. That's all I need. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, and it was just, it seemed really kind of weirdly put in in this one though. Mm. Like it just kind of felt like, all right, either commit to it or don't. But It's like, like most of it was pick. done by a second unit director or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. every now and then. I'm so over that shot where like, the character comes close up to frame, like the monkey um, is grabbing something and, and, you know, it goes to that slow-mo shot for a few seconds and then back and and, and into normal speed. And I'm so over it. Really? I'm so fucking over it. I really enjoyed how they did that with him falling out of the, um, him falling out of the window and and going to crash into the water. I thought that that, I, I, I don't know why, but there's something about that, the way that that scene was shot that I was really impressed with. But it uses that technique. I, I just feel like that's been done 10, 15 years ago. Like, let's mm. move on, people. We got well, I mean, bigger fish to fry. Talk about done 10, 15 years ago. That's Guy yeah, Ritchie, well, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that this is a remake of a movie that was done well over 10 or 15 years ago. So, I mean, yeah, bit, well, of, yeah, bit of a weird point very to make true. in that very sense. Very true. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of over that shit. Anyway, um, uh, like I thing, said, basic bitch. I'll I'll go for that all day long. One thing that I thought was a very strange choice in this, I know we're doubting around a lot, but when he gets transported to the snow, that was terrible. Yeah, like that was such. It felt that it was there because it was in the original, and it's such a like a two minute scene that has nothing to do with anything else. How does he get back? Does he, he just fly on carpet or something? Yeah, yeah carpet Which, comes I mean, and gets him. I was willing to accept um, when it was uh, when it was an animation because they had already broken the rules of how fast you can fly on a carpet when they went to the Great Wall of China. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I was like, Egypt okay, so obviously geography doesn't matter in this world. But when they did, and, and that's something I noticed because that that happened in the um, uh, uh, Show Me the World uh, scene in the original animation. Um, they didn't go that far. They were clearly still in um, either in like North Africa or the Mediterranean or wherever Middle East type mm-hmm. area. They were clearly still in that region. They they didn't fly to China in a night. Um, so when they uh, when he came back from somewhere that was obviously really snowy, I was like, huh, that was fast. That was really good. <laughs> Unless that you know, I'm just trying to think. Where are the mountains in Pakistan? Oh, even then, like, I mean, Jesus. Um, imagine if they'd done kind of like supersonic Dumbo, but with the carpet. Like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm kind of surprised they didn't. <laughs> now this is pod racing. <laughs> oh, far out, man. Um, yeah, I like that. that I just like hated that scene. I hated how he fought down the crevasse. I hated parkour, that parkour slide, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's part of just... The biggest issue with this movie is the the identity crisis. It, it, it's in it's in three parts. It's the first half of the original Aladdin. It's this kind of awesome middle bit, and it's the end of the original Aladdin. And it, it's it's just when it's doing the original, I'm not liking pretty much anything that's happening. Do you think there's an opportunity here? Because you know the, the 1992 is based off the uh, folk tale One Thousand and One Nights. You know, is there was there an opportunity here for them to really shed more of that? That, that original and make it a little more of that Guy Ritchie gritty Aladdin and then just sprinkle in a few little references, you know, maybe adhere to the sim- similar bullet points, but like, you know, there, I feel like there was a film in there that could have been yeah. so much more interesting. Do you guys know the original, like the original story? No. It's a, I think a Chinese story. In fact, um, let's have a look. About, it's, it's set in China. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and, and the, the storyline is that there's a princess um, that, you know, this, this, I think it's a king, um, ends up, uh, killing his wives like day after day. And so in order to avoid that particular fate, she tells this story of, um, you know, Arabian nights, um, and that, uh, thousand and one a thousand stories and one. to keep herself alive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So every night she adds to the story and this is that story. Yeah. I think um, Aladdin's the only one set in China. Yeah, I, think I, I, I kind of know it cursorily. It, on Wikipedia, it's saying it's a collection of Middle Eastern folktales yeah. compiled in Arabic during the Islamic Golden Age. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I think that there could have been something cool done with that. Um, but it's just, it, it's their decision to adhere to the original that has, that kind of hindered it. And as I said, it never felt better than when it wasn't adhering to the original. 
when it was doing something a little bit more interesting, a little bit more diverse. And, you know, I, I really struggled watching this because I kind of wanted it, part of me, the nostalgic part of me wanted them to hit the beats of the original. I'm like, I, I want to see, um, you know, when when Aladdin um, gets out of the cave and he says, I want you to wish or I something like that. Like he does that kind of trick to get out. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not how Aladdin gets mm. out. He says, I bet you can't. And that's bullshit. Cause you changed it. And then I kind of like, I don't know. Like I kind of thought to myself, I was like, well, yeah, of course they changed it. That's the whole point of remaking it. And yeah. Like, but yeah, by, by hewing so closely to the original, it's when there is a little change that it doesn't sit right. Like yeah. when Jafar's last wish is make me the most powerful being in the universe. I'm like, that's not what he wished for. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, if they did do something radically different, if they went to the original story and, and did just a completely new adaptation of that, I wouldn't be having those issues at all. Yeah, exactly. Because it is a different story. And I think, and then when you get a little reference, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. We're no, I'd be like, just stop that. Yeah. <laughs> stop that right now. Just tiny little micro reference. All, all, no, you, need, no. all you need is a little <laughs> like musical theme of yeah. like the original Aladdin or something like that. That's the kind of thing that you should probably be doing. Um, and I mean, the the... They'll never do that because they'd lose their biggest marketing um, yeah. aspect, which is the genie, totally. um, you know, as is played by Robin Williams, which, you know, at the end of the day, that's what this is. Like, I mean, we say that Robin Williams made it as much his character as he can, but that's only within the confines of what Robin Williams did. And that is the important thing to remember. The genie that we have now, that is still Robin Williams' genie as portrayed by Will Smith. That will never be Will Smith's genie. Mm. And it, it could have been if they'd gone in that completely different direction. Yeah. Like they could have just done that. And yes, it would have been obviously playing on the same thing as the original was, which was like, look at this wacky genie in this old timey setting. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like they, they, they could have done something more interesting with it mm. than big than cosmic power, just un- little, um, living space like that, that kind of thing, that kind of callback where like, oh, okay, that was delivered better by Robin Williams. Exactly. So. Yeah. I, I really yeah. don't like this traffic in, trafficking in nostalgia that that all of these movies are doing so heavily that's why something like uh cinderella which i thought diverged so much from the original which is one of my favorite disney animated films um but that movie really worked for me um because they just did something completely different yeah um let's talk a little bit about either jasmine or jafar and those changes that were made jasmine um (laughs) so I love Speechless. I don't know why you guys didn't like it. I thought that was a really cool it just, song. It, it, yeah. it felt like a pop song. It sounded like a pop song. Yeah, it sounded like a modern pop song. It didn't sound a piece with the original music in the film. And I know a lot of that could easily be we know these original songs. I just stylistically, I don't think it was anything like them. I thought the presentation, though, was consistent for what – if like if you put that song in the original, it doesn't work. But within the mm. recontextualization here, yeah. I thought it worked quite well. Do you, do also, you know what that was? So, that was someone saying, kids love Frozen. Give me some of that shit. It felt very much very like the defi- yeah. Defying totally. Gravity, Let It Go song. Totally. Um, I'll agree with that. But and it, was, it yeah. was literally so shoehorned in that they had to stop time and set it outside of reality to put it in the movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Th- like That's just going into her mind, bro. That's just like <laughs> breaking out of the song. She's been broken. She's retreating. <laughs> yeah. She has literally broken the fabric of what time and space the, in order to sing the song. They do this all the time in musicals, bruh. <laughs> You no, don't but, watch musicals. What are you talking I about? I don't watch them. All of, <laughs> I know what happens, and all that's of, why I don't watch them. All of the other songs they in the time film. All, the time. <laughs> all of the other songs in the film. Yes, it is. It's not reality. Like they're singing a song that yeah. they both somehow know, but it's taking place in the world. Like they they had so nowhere to put this song in that they had to just stop, literally stop time. <laughs> And I'm like, it, like, is Jasmine, like, I'm like, either she's gone insane or developed superpowers. Like, That's I'm so confused I'm like, right now. What are they going to do? The, the, I mean, the, when, when she was being carted off, I was like, okay, well, if they just put her in jail, this song makes no sense. <laughs> like, this is a really weird thing to put in here. And then I was thinking about, well, if they don't take her off to jail, what is this, like a dream? Or is it like, like, it just, none of that made sense to me. It I also just, thought it was such a fucking dumb plot point of like, Hakeem. When Jafar's like, I'm the Sultan now, even he's though like, he just saw him make the wish, he's like, <laughs> like you made a wish. Like, I don't actually have to go over to your side. And then they, they undid it straight away. So yeah. I was like, okay. They, and they, they made Hakeem kind of interesting. Yeah. But at the time I was like, Hakeem, come on, yeah, man. Come really? on, he's like, he's got the hat. Yeah. <laughs> but that was my thing. I was like, he just like, if, why is it her speech that like brings him back? Like he just literally is, there's, he's talking about like, use your honor. Like the guy just flipped on a whim. Don't speak uh, in honor to like, they should have cut the song on the speech. It would have just been like, it came, come on. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then <laughs> Jafar's he's like, sorry, sorry guys. Then Jafar's <laughs> like, 
I, I quite like that little bit where she's giving the backstory and it's like, hey, he triggers it. But yeah, fair point, fair point. Look, I will say much better dead mother backstory than Beauty and the Beast, she horned in. 100%. Mm. Um, I was waiting for the part where uh, Jafar is revealed as the killer of her mom or something like that. Oh, right. Because that, that feels like what would Logical. have happened. Yeah, Not yeah. to mention the other terrifying plot twist that never happened that was kind of foreshadowed when when um, uh, Jasmine's playing that song on the, the instrument and she's like, oh, Aladdin's like, my mo- oh, she's like, my mother taught me this song and Aladdin's like, my mother taught me that song too. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Where is this going? Both yeah. you and me laughed out Fuck, loud in the cinema, bit. and I was like, "I know, I know for a fact that we are thinking the same thing." Like, yeah. oh it's my god, we're watching is, so much Game of Thrones. Yeah, Luke Leia like, shit right happening right now, and they never <laughs> deconfirm it. Yeah, 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 I was just like, the only thing that that avoids that is that I think that her mom died like more recently, and his was like as a kid. I was like, okay, I think we've gotten away with this, but for a second there, that was super weird, mm. and I'm not sure why they added that line in as if it was, he was like yeah my mother too mm. i was like either they're trying yeah, to like throw weird, you off the it? scent or, or like they were trying to like you know kind of i don't know like yeah what the fuck was be- that? because the movie did open with um genie having like a mystery wife mm. like you see as a family like there's a possibility it's not genie it's just the guy telling the story like yeah. in the original but um they clearly don't show who it is. So you're like, oh, he's going to have someone with him. I'm like, fuck, maybe Aladdin and Jasmine are brother and sister and he's going to get with Jasmine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my mind was racing because I was so bored by everything else. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, so, I'm so glad that you brought that because I had forgotten about that mm. line. And I just, that yeah, was- That was odd, man. I just enjoyed being in the cinema and like knowing that the, the other people laughing at that were yeah. thinking the exact same thing as mm. me. Now, does, now, in the original, does Jasmine become the Sultan? I can't remember. no. 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 What did you guys think about that? Because I quite liked that. I thought that was ve- quite um, 2019, you know, Me bring too. it up to date. My only issue with it, was, with it was being so cynically aware of yeah. the reaction other people are going to have to <laughs> yeah. it. But So part of, part of it is is like you kind of think that, they, you know, did Disney put that in there to get brownie points? Like it was like- Totally they did. And that, that no, for me yeah. kind of, I don't, like, I don't know. I, I get really confused with that kind of thing because I'm like, cool that they're doing it. I don't, I potentially don't like their motives, but it's also like, why not put it in there? I'm like, I'm not going to be angry that they did. It's the right plot point for the character. It's something that only stands out because it wasn't in the original. Yeah. Um, I, I absolutely like it as, as just in this story. As a straight, yeah, as a straightforward plot point and character development, absolutely no problems with it at all. Mm. Like it, it, like it makes perfect sense. I I thought it was really, really fantastic. And I mean, it, it keeps in line with the general, um, you know, uh, moral or, or kind of moral of the story of the first one, which is that, you know, just because, you, and this kind of is frequent through all the Disney princess animations, which is that you shouldn't be confined by the the rules society puts on you because you're a princess. Mm. Um, uh, you know, I think that's really cool that, you know, they, they just, they kind of found a, a new way to express that. Yeah. Um, I did, however, like the line uh, from, once again, uh, Nassim, which was um, uh, like, oh yes, it must be so terribly difficult being a princess. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Fuck yes, like that's brilliant. Uh, within Jafar, um, what did you guys think about the sort of, you know, he was not, he was more of a military tactician as opposed to like the this foreboding yeah. sorcerer. I, and I, in some ways, I really liked that. In some ways, I was really missing that mysticism. Like, the, you know, for example, when he's doing the um, the mind control. It felt piss weak in this. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I liked how he was kind of edging his way towards the top. Yeah, the way he kept doing it in front of everyone was like, I wish we could see a wide shot right now that has the same of like effects going on on his end. Everyone's <laughs> like, dude, like, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah, like not like no one's noticing that this, the, <laughs> the fucking Sultan suddenly had gone into a coma. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I, I'm in such a split mind of that because I think that this movie offers a little bit more than the unidimensional villain that is presented in Aladdin. He's like, oh, he's mm. just the evil vizier and who's a creep and and evil. Um, whereas in this one, there seem there's a little bit more motivation behind that. There's the kind of the there's something behind the ambition. I particularly like that he that he says that you know I was a I was a street rat too. Like this is something that he's built up. Mm. Um, so I think that that was pretty cool. And it's probably the saving grace for that character. Otherwise totally. I would have had nothing positive to say about him. Um, 
But I think, yeah, that's a saving grace. I just don't think it was well as well executed as the original in terms of the presence. Yeah, and he had so much, more so than the genie, so much dialogue directly lifted from the original that I feel like is so iconically delivered in that original film. Like, all the lines are just so clear in my head. Yeah. And I hate to keep comparing it, but his character suffered the most from that for me. I totally know what you mean. Um, and it would have been something different if he had more of a presence like Will Smith does, but... um he was just so flat. It was like he was just reading the script that that other guy was meant to be reading. And I didn't like how we didn't get that big grand finale. Like I was really expecting that in this, the giant cobra and all that kind mm. of stuff. Um, yeah. And instead we got a giant parrot, which I actually really fucking liked. <laughs> um, kind of got a bit of a rampage vibe from that. Mm. But um, it, it felt kind of a bit weird. He was a little out of place in this movie. Yeah, but I think it was also because I just I genuinely hated what they did with Iago. Mm-hmm. Like I just you know Iago and Abu. I just I felt like taking particularly Iago because I loved that character in the animated film. Like it was such a, such a good person for or bird for um, Jafar to riff off of and and to kind of uh, be put aside like like that. And they got Alan Tudyk yeah. to play that complete lack of a character. Yeah. Like, I was like, just looking at that. Like I was looking at the cast and I was like, who did Alan Tudyk Would play? it have hurt the film if it was just like a chatty human character? Like like the original Iago? Like, why, why couldn't you do that with a parrot? I mean, yeah. look like, at the amazing well, shit Where's the, where's the reality in this fuck? movie? Like, yeah, who, like you have cares? a flying carpet. <sighs> fuck your realism. Yeah. Like he could have had it. Speaking of flying carpet, we haven't spoken about uh, it at all. Um, yeah, we haven't. Fairly limited in this film, but yeah. they they decapitated Carpet, which is yeah. pretty intense at the end. It's like fucking ripped. I the quite top liked off. how they introduced him as well. Like in the original, he's just kind of on the ground, mm. and they wake him up, and then in this one, he was trapped, and mm. they and Aladdin saved him. I, I I liked that. I thought that was a new way to bring him in, and uh, but he didn't have the same presence that he has in the original, and that's it was very much lacking, and the personality wasn't quite yeah. as one of the things present. Yeah, one of the things I think that the original did really well, and I think this is an immediate thing, or like this immediately helped the character of the um, of the carpet, which was that genie recognizes him and says, mm. "Ah, carpet, my man." And it's like he's meeting yeah. his old friend type old thing, buddies. and I think that that immediately gives some kind of um, some weight to the carpet. Whereas in this one, uh, I mean, it's such a small thing, mm. um, but it, they they didn't have that recognized. They did have, thing. which I did enjoy when. Um Aladdin, I can't remember what he said that was so ridiculous to Janie, but Janie was like, hey, Carpet, you hear what this guy just said? Yeah. <laughs> Carpet's like laughing. Um, that was good. But they yeah. never revisited the character again after that. Well, exactly, yeah. And, uh, you know, there was a weird kind of moment where, like, Carpet and uh, Abu were, like, hugging as if, like, oh, now they're friends. Like, were, mm. what? Did they, were they enemies? Like, uh, I don't like, understand. I don't like either of you. Yeah, yeah. Get, stop this. <laughs> Go away. Mm. Um yeah, anything else that springs to mind in terms of... Lackluster final sequence. Um, really thought that was going to kind of keep evolving and then it just kind of ended and he was in the lamp and Jafar was in the lamp and it's like, oh, well, that's the end of that movie. Mm. I, I thought it really didn't wrap up well and... Um, Felt a bit rushed at the end there, didn't it? At, at least the, the, like I liked Jasmine's arc, so that wrapped up that narrative, but that chunk and that sequence there could have been a lot more impactful I, I think yeah he doesn't really do much with all this power he has again not bringing much presence to it it just it's like it just it gets to the end make me the most powerful mm. sorcerer sorcerer and what does he do he blows up a parrot for about 90 seconds yeah. i mean i, um, I needed uh, let's go a bit further than that come on man yeah. something that we haven't talked about which is the actual sultan um and f- which is odd because I really like the uh, the sultan in the original. I, He's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's something so absolutely adorably lovable about yeah, that character. Sort of squish him. Um, this one, I you know, I thought the the sultan was really well done. Um, you know, different I, different kind of character. Very different. Which which m- means that I f- like, I was kind of okay with that. Was that a bomb or was that a? Probably thunder, actually, but I mean, yeah, Jesus. maybe it is a bomb. We'll Jesus. never know. Search his phone. <laughs> I like how that's where, where yeah, in Randwick, there's bombs. Yeah. <laughs> and the feed just cuts out. This yeah, is the yeah, end yeah. of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, asshole podcaster. That's why the own podcast death. strikes back. <laughs> we finally go viral. <laughs> but also, seriously, is that, th- no, actually, it might not be thunder because there's no rain forecast. Yeah, I see no rain. 
Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been our Aladdin yeah. review. <laughs> we gotta upload, go. upload. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this final one in. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty much done here. Um, yeah, nothing that that I can really think about. I mean, again, um, I feel like I've I've been fairly negative and and uh, on this. I I want to reiterate that I came out of this feeling good and, and like you know, there's a lot to this that was. Um, really enjoyable and and I think we talk a little bit more about that in the non-spoiler than we do in the actual spoiler um, mission. I mean before we sign off is there anything that you can think of to say positively about this film that might give people <laughs> a little bit more of a it's, I'm interested that I came out the most positive yeah shocked and um, I'm kind of worried as well <laughs> yeah. uh, but if you like Lion King as well we're in trouble we're gonna have I'm words. so fucking worried if I like the Lion you King you loved Jungle Book, didn't you initially? I liked Jungle at the Book. Time. I thought it was good. I, at the time, I thought you really came out very strong on that one. No, I, I never loved it. I've never loved any of these, mm. but um, I liked Apart Beauty and Aladdin. the Beast. I liked... Oh, that's the one, actually. Beauty and the Beauty Beast, and the Beast. Yeah, I was quite positive on very, that. Yeah. I think that you was... You did a little mini-review. Yeah, we did. Or don't. It's like our first or second review. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I was getting my review chops up. So okay, <laughs> give, me, give me a break there. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. No, I and I'm not. I'm not like criticizing you for flip flopping. It's just it's interesting how you know, especially with these kind of big poppy Disney ones. Like they're they're very good at kind of making you like it more than you eventually will. Yeah, that initial nostalgia kick. Mm. Well, guys, that has been our review for Aladdin. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our spoiler review of Game of Thrones Season 8 for all you GOT fans. We've also got uh, John Wick back there. Wow, that bomb's going off. John Wick 3, Pokemon. We've got heaps stuff coming up. Dark Phoenix, Toy Story 4. Hit that subscribe button. There's plenty of juicy movie content <laughs> on the way. Well, guys, we'll be back next week for something amazing. I say this every week. I say something amazing. And I don't look up what we're going to review next week. <laughs> and I'm not going to look it up. So. Refuse. We'll be there. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. See you then, Colin. Bye. See you then, Ben. Bye, everyone.